0: all right motherfuckers we're back this is episode 17 of the podcast today i am with my old friend deb uh, a painter and fine artist muralist among other things from down under australia currently living in los angeles right
1: just got here how long from san you- francisco from Australia. <laughs>
0: right, right. Yeah. How long have you been in LA now?
1: Um, about a month.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Big change.
1: Waiting for an apartment, um, which I'm moving into tomorrow, which is exciting.
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, on um, just about all of these podcasts, I like to start out by asking people how they grew up and where, because I think that can, you know, what I'm trying to do is let other artists know how we got to where we are, you know? And I think it kind of starts right from the beginning in a lot of cases. So how did that happen for you?
1: Oh, well, I popped out on uh, (laughs) 1979, January 21st. I was being strangled by my umbilical cord. And Ah. um, it was pretty gnarly because they only got it out pretty much in the last minute, which actually I think is interesting because I have like... I don't like, you know, turtlenecks or anything. I don't like yeah. feeling like too claustrophobic, you know. Yeah. I think it's really. Impressive. It started right yeah, away. Yeah, it started right away. So that That's was funny. that was how I burst out into the world, and um, I was a, a purple and blue baby for a couple of weeks. My mom wouldn't let anyone come anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any pictures either. But um, yeah, uh, then it 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 calmed down, and then I grew up in um in Melbourne. Mm. Um. Not very far from kind of St Kilda way, I think that would be. If anyone um, hadn't been there before, they'd probably heard of St Kilda. Um, And um, yeah, I was. uh, There was two siblings, um, mum and dad. And, um, I went to school in, um, no one's going to know these areas. (laughs) I went to school in Burwood, but actually I didn't enjoy school, um, until I was a teenager because they didn't have any art in my Uh, school. And that was a really big... For me. That's
0: something I always ask. So, yeah. were there were there art programs in public schools in Australia at the time, or not really?
1: Um, so I, I later on, yeah. So, so I actually the school that I went to, they had art maybe once a month. Like it was like this thing. I think they did it because they had to, right. you know. Yep. And I would like hang out for it. I would be like, yeah. oh my god, we're having art, you know. Yeah. And I loved my art teacher, and um, I always got in trouble because I was like, you know the, um, you know the, what, what's that? The compass. Yep. With the makeup circle. Yeah. Yep. So I would use the compass, and I would draw pictures all over the desks with the compass. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, and I was always like. Yeah, I was always getting detention because I was, like, ruined.
0: That's vandalism. Yeah, I ruined. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: ruined all But that was, like, making me happy because I was getting to draw, you know. Yeah. My everything was, like, covered in art. And I just, like, my house, like, the walls, everything. But um, when I was a teenager, um, I just, you know, I said to my parents, I'm dropping out unless I can go to a school that has a lot more art because mm-hmm. it's you know I'm just not happy doing anything else so I'd rather just not go to school and so then I ended up going to a school where I was able to do four art subjects for my last two years of school Good. all art and that's where everything just sort of started to and was
0: that still slow. within say the public school system it was public it was like school. an art ch- kind of charter we might say in the states you know it was yeah like-
1: yeah, it was that was that was a public school, the the second school. The first yeah. the first school was a private school, and I absolutely hated it because um, there, there were a lot of kids in the school I, that were pretty spoiled, you know. And mm. um, I was a little bit introvert. Well, sorry, I was very introverted at school, and I sort of kept to myself a lot. Um, I was I was pretty nerdy. <laughs> I was <laughs> you know? the same. Yeah, I was. I and I I sort of floated around, and I was friends with lots of different people, but I never ever really had like a set group you know yeah. um but i had a lot of problems with the, the the attitude of the kids in my school it made me pretty miserable growing up in in that school i was just i was just never happy i was never mm. happy i have i have i have no good memories from my um from my primary and first part of secondary school like i, I okay. don't have any yeah. but but when i went to the public school Um, I I just, every day, I just, like, loved going to school. Yeah. Because all I was doing was art. I was doing graphic design, ceramics, um, studio art, drawing, painting. Right. It was just art, art, art. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, where did you end up going from there? Did you go to, like, a university or anything?
1: So, I actually, um, so, I went to university for about three months and won't delve very deeply into this, but I developed a very severe case of anorexia and I went to hospital oh. and that went on for a, a, quite a long while, like a, a year. Wow. I was really ill. Hospitalised. I was in there for three months. Um, so I couldn't finish university at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So that what, was... What brought that on? Um, school, prim, prim, uh, primary school. Oh. Cause I had it when I was 14 as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. It started at 14. So huh. it, that was cause the school that I went to when I was younger... Um, they, uh, you know, like, you know, if you don't have all the things that everybody else has, they really give you a hard time, you know? And mm-hmm. I obviously was very sensitive and couldn't take it. So I, I had it the first time when I was 14, hmm. but we were able, I guess, as a being with my parents to fix it then. Yeah. But when I was 18, I'm adult, I can do whatever. whatever I want. Um, it wasn't an easy fix. So, um, so I did attempt to go to, um, college, I got into an amazing arts college. Okay. And then I, I got very ill and, um, we had to sort that out. And, um, then, you know, I ended up just as soon as I got better, I, it was all, I was all into my art career. I just was like, I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to be a professional artist. I'm going to show my work in galleries. I'm going to show my work anywhere I can. Yeah. And it was all, I was very, um, all about it you know yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. where it all you
0: still seem that way <laughs> yeah
1: it's been well it's yeah so it's yeah. been that was you know um uh 19 i started to get better from that and then yeah. i then then i was driven by my art career and i would like you know there was no internet so right, for right. me to reach out to people it was very it was different tough. yeah yeah. so yeah, yeah. I had to send letters to people yeah. you had to ask people to like ask if you could collaborate or it was a you know it was a different way
0: completely different world yeah yeah no no but I you know at the same time I was still trading graffiti photographs in the mail with lots of people back to probably 1990 um you know but that was the only way you could get that stuff you know before the internet really started popping so I do understand like the how different and difficult it could be just to find your tribe back then
1: right and when you find them you're like oh my goodness
0: and then you're tight i feel like the the subcultural clicks back pre-internet were a lot tighter yes you know because the the access was a lot more difficult to obtain like the tattoo world and the graffiti worlds were a lot more i think inclusive back then yeah you really had to uh network with your friends to meet other people wasn't like you were just gonna meet people right you now yeah. you had to you had to be a bit proactive about it
1: right but i had to push super hard being female and i've yeah. talked about a few times i had to really just like push huh. push push yeah you know which is it's amazing now because you know there's so many females now but sure. like going all the way back then it was like i, I felt like i'm a, mon- a minority you know
0: well, I think that's always been a criticism of the fine art world in general is that it's male dominated.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. glad to see it's being <coughs> broken down.
0: I absolutely a lot agree. Now. Um, even in the worlds you know that I live and work in, say with like graffiti and tattooing and whatnot, there are a lot more women involved. Yeah, in that are oh, they're amazing. You know, out there. Um, you know, shown and proven kind of, you know, which I think is so fucking cool.
1: And the quality of what women are producing is because it's like I think sure. it's because especially in my age group, um, that whole thing of how we came into the scene was like, we're a minority and the quality that we have to put out there is like, we have to try so hard, you know, yes. we have to put like yes. the best quality we could possibly yes. you know, because it's important it's yeah. important not just to be like, oh hey, I'm doing it. I'm female. I'm doing it. I'm female, and I, you know, and I want to kill it.
0: Yeah. That right. that whole thing right.
1: is super important. Right. You know. All right. But then the internet comes out. And it's so exciting. Yeah. But it's also scary. Sure. Because you're like, oh my goodness, my yeah. I have to go from being private to being
0: public, public. in some way. Yeah, yeah. But it also can, you know, open up the the opportunities. You know, I mean even just uh, pre internet it would be harder to get jobs in other countries even. Right. They'd have to send you a letter.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or
0: you'd get an international phone call and it was a, such a much bigger deal. You know. The and level now of it's excitement. just like any old company or gallery can just hit any of us up on an yeah. email and be like, I'd like to hire you. Yeah. It's so easy to yeah. access now. Yeah, that's, that is a good part of that.
1: Yeah, I like knowing that, you know, while I'm telling you these things, you've, you know... Right. Got, like, well, you, you've seen it all. You yeah,
0: know? so what, so you did, let's say, what we would call high school, um... Which is your like secondary, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I did go
1: back to graphic... I did get a graphic design diploma when I was 20. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Did I, you
0: end up going back I did, for I went more back, art education? I went back
1: for a few... F- several more art education throughout my 20s. So I ah. I did book illustration. I did illustration. I did um, drawing classes um, to get certificates, you know, for that. I, and then I went for my graphic design diploma in my mid-20s, which I... Personally, think was a really, really good time for me to go because I'd had a whole lot of living before that. Yeah, you know, and I'd already had experience in the art world for like six years before that. Right. So, um, so I was I already felt like I was involved in the art world. I'd already had exhibitions. I'd already been showing my work. I'd already been painting. I'd already been doing murals, and then I go and get my graphic design diploma, and I'm like, I'm ready for that, you know. Yeah. And that was also when. Those type of programs were Photoshop, Illustrator. It was very new, Hmm. so I'm actually happy that I did learn all of that when it, you know, when it was sort of early days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. I've always
0: been really thankful for the access to computers and whatnot ever since I was in high school. Yeah, I was able to uh, learn how to use AutoCAD, which was like the first computer drafting.
1: I never used Which that. Which was
0: for like engineering and architecture and city planning, that kind of stuff. But yeah. I, I had that. I was hands on with that. My mother bought the first Apple Mac um, Classic, the 2C. We had one and it was What did it un- look stolen. like? It was the little like uh, off-white uh, rectangular box. A little and one. it had like yellow, uh, I think, uh, text on like kind of a greenish field. And it had the uh, spot for the floppy disk and uh, it had the mouse, which was a brand yeah. new thing at the time. The yeah. mouse.
1: What did your first cell phone look like?
0: My first cell phone must have just been a fucking flip phone.
1: Mine was a brick. Mine was...
0: Oh, you had one of those bricks. I had a brick. Wow. Yeah. What year did you have a brick? Um,
1: 1997.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 97 In Australia? Yeah, I guess I had a uh, a pager.
1: I never had a pager
0: in the 90s, but I yeah, I, I don't think I, I I feel like I was late to the cell phone. Yeah. I you know, I didn't really uh, give a shit. Yeah. You know, I mean even like I remember having an apartment in San Francisco in 94, mm-hmm. a studio apartment near Bush And Powell and I had no landline, no page or all I had was the pager. Yeah. And I had no uh buzzer for the front door. And I remember when Sam Flores would come by to visit me, he would page me like six six seven or something. There was a certain number that we had told each other that meant somebody was at the front door. Right. And I would leave my apartment, go down the stairs and check the front door. And if you know I wasn't home, you know, everybody would just sit there for five minutes and if I didn't come down, they would just bounce and knew I wasn't home. Oh, see, I've it was never had like a just, so like, really. so low tech, So low tech. So you couldn't even, like, come to my house, really, <laughs> like, ring, you yeah. know, there's like, no way to get in touch with people and the, the cell phone was just such a, a fucking changer.
1: Such a change-off.
0: Like, even as a graffiti writer, like, we would be out writing graffiti on the freeway and pre-cell phones, we knew... If a car drove by and it seemed like they really eyeballed us and might call the cops, we probably had five or ten minutes before they got home, got to their landline, and called 911 and told them where we were. Yeah. So we had some time. Yeah. But once the cell phones came in, they could call within seconds of seeing us. And so that gave us a lot less time.
1: Like yeah. if we got
0: spotted by somebody you know usually that's it you gotta bounce because they're probably gonna call and it just was it was just so much less time that we had once we got spotted if they had once the cell phones were around
1: yeah the technology has been a game changer huge yeah, yeah. having In said so
0: many ways that's just a dumb little example but it's
1: it's—it's <laughs> it's cool to be able to like you know remember that <coughs> cause absolutely people getting phones now their first phone is not like the first phone that we oh, yeah. had no
0: no I would get excited about emojis you could
1: make yourself,
0: you know? I remember (laughs) specifically when my mother got, um, a modem in her office, that would have probably been 87, um, where the, you literally put the phone, the old kind of phone on a cord, on the modem and yeah. it would call through a computer and it would make all those crazy noises. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, some yeah. crazy fucking thing. But I remember that being a huge game changer too. Yeah. Just because Pulling my mother was able computer. to like call the her payroll from her office to the main office in another part of the country where she used to have to get on the phone and actually read off the names and the amounts to somebody at corporate. My and then goodness. all of a sudden, on Friday afternoon, she would put the receiver on the modem thing and send all that information. She just thought that was fucking amazing. That
1: was amazing but think about
0: how fucking simplistic and that is compared to what we've got now. Oh, I, mean, like, just I can't wasn't even get my head around ago, it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true.
1: It wasn't that long ago.
0: I mean, I was still alive. I, know, was I was 21 when I had my first
1: yeah. email. That's... That's, when you know, did
0: I get... I think I got email probably in 92 or 3.
1: I think you guys got it a little before... Like, set up properly well, and I was also...
0: Did. Yeah, because I might have had an uh, an email address through my university. Right, yeah. Because I think that's how the internet really popped off yeah. in America was yeah. within the university yeah. system.
1: Yeah, and you had to have your own computer as well, so... Yeah, or yeah. use
0: the ones at the, com- at the school. At
1: the school, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But once I was in San Francisco, I think all of that started to kind of coalesce. Because my first roommate in San Francisco, Ben Lovejoy, he had... Um, we had an internet service in in our home, and I think that was the first time I'd ever had that. Yeah. And I, I think that was probably 94, 5? Five, yeah, 5 it's or a, it's 6. a game it? changer. Yeah. 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 It's such a fun... I remember just people just trading uh, <laughs> porn pictures at first. In the AOL chat rooms or whatever. Yeah. That was all it was. Yeah. It was like so hard to find anything worth a shit. But if yeah. you were looking for porn, it was like so much porn. On. Yeah. 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 I remember I'd like join a mailing list group and then the next day I had like 300 messages with porn and I was just like, Fuck this! Oh like, yeah. Oh my god, that got stupid really fast. Yeah. You know. That yeah. Was, that was that.
1: Yeah. Was that would like, have been some exciting. It days lost for my. Uh, it a, yeah.
0: Lost my interest right away, as far as that goes. Yeah. So we're lucky to have did, the computers uh, now. How did things then evolve for you? You know, you you said you went back to school. You got yeah. educated. You were already. I'd doing already had the, the practice because I was already in the industry. Yeah. In your early twenties, yep, mm-hmm, right? Yep. You get your graphic design degree. Yep. And that and opens different kinda, doors, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Having said that, um, I have always been a very um, uh, like hands-on um, artist. I, Me I, too. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've not really been super interested in doing digital art actually right now and like i said i've been getting into drawing in the ipad this is a new thing yeah um and and it's only because i'm like okay you know i've been doing whatever i've been doing for so long i'm interested in trying different things and i want to get good at a different technique Just another tool It's another tool but until now 40 years old i've been like i am a freehand artist i've been like very intense about it even having the graphic design thing it's just it's just what i like to do
0: aren't you still basically freehanding on the pad so
1: that's why i'm liking the ipad because I'm i know getting there's to draw, tools on it, getting to paint yeah sort of, that's still. the thing you're yeah. still
0: uh you still hands your hand on. exactly pressure is sensitivity yeah. from what i understand yeah. is, is yes yeah. You know, a part of it. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I'm enjoying it's it. It's a
0: fascinating tool.
1: It is really amazing. Yeah. It's just, it's a different, it's a different tool.
0: Exactly. Just and as much as Photoshop is yeah. different, or Illustrator. I mean, the difference between, say, a vector and something that's got resolution is big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and to me, the ability to, say, draw in vector form kind of on a pad is really interesting to me. Yeah, You know, cause it's like, as you zoom in on an image with resolution, yeah. the edges are going to become blurry. Oh yeah. Right. But definitely. you can zoom in on a pad drawing that you're working on and it's clean edge no matter where, cause there's no pixels. Is it that way?
1: I think as you zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom, there'll it, be it'll little. It'll start little to get a little. will be little pixels. Yeah. 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 Do but you
0: set up a resolution on the document you when you start? Yeah. You uh, can. See, that's the yeah. thing I, I didn't know.
1: I feel like you know you. All the basics. love it a little bit. I can
0: imagine. You'd have I can fun. Imagine. You'd enjoy. It and you'd um, have
1: fun using it.
0: But like we were saying earlier when yeah. we met for breakfast, like I. Uh, I, th- I think that the fact that I work by hand still with real mediums, you know, and produce actual physical pieces of work, yeah. that, that's going to only be a strong point in the future, you know, as more people use things like pads and yeah. whatnot. You know, yeah. I think it'll only make my work more valuable as long as I continue to produce it at a fine level.
1: And that's why I've been a stub and really stubborn over the last twenty years is because I've been like, I'm a freehand artist. I make yeah. you get my work, it's been made by my hands. You know, I painted yes. it, I drew it, yep. I put my touch on it. Yep. You know, this isn't not been there hasn't been an interference between right. my hands and the materials
0: um,
1: or a machine.
0: Right. So right. it
1: is a really like a very weird transition for me to even be interested in trying to get into it. Yeah. But I, but I'm, uh, it's, it's like a fun thing right now, but first and foremost, I am all with you on that one. I love making things with my hands. I love getting dirty. I love, The paint,
0: But say it's like, uh, you know, if you're going to pitch a mural job to somebody, you can do the illustration in full color on the pad. On the pad. And show it to them, but you're still going to have to get out there and physically paint the thing. Exactly,
1: exactly. You know? Yeah. Or
0: just have it printed right to vinyl and have it Mm. applied to the wall. I mean, I know a lot of people do that, too, to each his own. Yeah. How you use the the tool and how you output your work. Yeah. It is a fascinating... uh, It's a fascinating time in that way. Yeah, it's a good preparation
1: device as well.
0: Perfect. I see a lot of tattooers using pads to build their sketches, and it makes so much sense. Absolutely. You know, and even just as like an eco-friendly kind of thing. Like, yeah, all right, the pads great because you're not wasting. I mean. As tattooers we use so much tracing paper. Yeah. Layers and layers of tracing paper to develop a sketch to the a place where we can make a stencil to put it on the skin, you know? That's true. And that's it's paper. I mean it's just this it's just one of those things. Like to this day, like I still I still use a decent amount of paper. I don't yeah. feel like I'm wasteful in particular. But at the same time, um, maybe it's not necessary. I mean, there's a lot of commercial work where I wouldn't sell the original drawings from that, you know, just cause it's like for a job or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which might be better to do in the pad. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's not necessary for me to have a physical object, you know, maybe it would be better for me to use the pad. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, it's more, I don't,
0: I don't know. I don't know. It but again, my client base is expecting my the hand, hand drawn, drawn. Thing. yeah, Because yeah. totally. it's part of that whole, uh, you know, the 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 mystique and the and the following of the of the artists. You know, they they want the authentic article. Yeah, and that's why you're getting hired. Well, I always want to
1: exhibit. Uh, if, if I can, I always want to exhibit the original. Yeah, y- you know, that's how yeah, I yeah. I feel compelled to always. Yeah, if I, guess, I can, uh, if I can, or you know, otherwise I'll send a print. But... I
0: guess we did talk about that a little bit this morning too. Is like. Um,
1: during our earthquake moment <laughs> yeah we just had a 6.6 6 earthquake yeah, during that was breakfast funny. that was very funny I thought I,
0: I thought I was getting really dizzy I
1: thought I was getting dizzy
0: like I ate something fucked <laughs> yeah, up and I was, then uh, I looked around the restaurant and everything was moving and, I, and it just very calmly in the back of my head was like earthquake yeah and I just, then I was like, okay. And just kind of let it roll and felt the table. And then you were like, what the fuck's going on? I feel really weird right now. I was like, earthquake. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Until you said earthquake, I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. <laughs>
0: well, that's the thing. It takes a second for your brain to catch up with what's happening. Yeah. Because you know? it's a super awkward uh yeah, it's just like everything is moving.
1: Everything was everything.
0: moving. The floor, the table, the, our, the, coffee. our coffees were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
1: wild.
0: That's fresh Fourth of July. or Fourth Earth of break. July. We'll, Earth we'll Earth never forget that. that. Two thousand nineteen. Six point six. And so many people didn't feel it at all. Wow. But, or just here in the house. That's wow, funny. that's yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah but, but anyway. we were talking
1: about the freehand thing, and
0: yeah, hand. well, because well, I was saying. Um, I don't, I, if I did something on a pad and I printed it out and I put it in a frame and put it in a gallery, I would sell that at a reproduction price as if it's a poster. Yeah. Um, not as an original, you know, because I, in my mind, I think the original is on the computer and it it stays in that world. Um, and as an artist who makes originals and then will make silkscreened editions of those originals, you know, what yeah. I mean? to me, there's there's a huge distinction. I'll sell the poster for 40 bucks, but the original might be 400. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a thing, you know, uh, that is an issue in my mind is, you know, how you're selling digital based artwork. I think it, for me you, it would be know? it
1: becomes a print.
0: That's yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. But I guess the the thing the the one catch I guess for me was if you uh it's kind of corny, but you know, you you make one print and, you destroy. and then you just you delete the original file. Yeah. So it's unable to ever be reproduced physically. Period. If you can I think prove that you've done that. That's, that's Yeah, but yeah. that's what I say. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, isn't there always a way to find the backup mm-hmm. or uh, you know, I don't know. But That's it's a, it's, a huge it's an interesting conversation. It's an in, right. Yeah. It, to me, it's an interesting part of the, the modern conversation about, you know, how these things operate. Yeah. You know, I mean, because there's all there, even in the fine art world of museums, there have been, uh, I know there's been uh, occasions where a person will do a piece of video art mm-hmm. that will be showing in a museum. And they make that distinction that like. This isn't. This is the only place you're gonna see this. This is like a a piece. You can't go buy a copy of this video anywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a piece of art. Yeah. And, um. You know. I, I. That gets into like the the whole question of what is art on some level. Well, you know.
1: that's that is a very broad question. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, you know, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. You know,
0: but it, it's it's part of that that world of like academic art you know it's like oh it's a toilet in a gallery and yeah. the artist is like oh this is a piece of art this is a yeah. reflection of modern times about yeah. the shit of society yeah. and the f- flushing of our Subjective. political values and whatever the yeah. fuck they want to say yeah you know like, yeah. which is kind of i think insulting to artists like you and i who are i would call crafts grinding
1: well physically making it but
0: also (laughs) having a lot of putting a lot of care and a lot of soul into what we're doing yeah you know putting a lot
1: of love into it exactly yeah 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 and like wanting the finished product to be something that we're really happy and proud of and not like oh i just churned it out okay i churned something out i put my name on it yeah i don't like doing things like that Uh, personally
0: right me either it's, for sure. Yeah,
1: I, I think that's another whole conversation as well. What is quality over quantity and quantity over quality? And, you know. Those
0: like, are, yeah, I think those are questions that each person has to answer for themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's all kinds of people that I think are, their art ethics are awful, but they're fucking terribly successful in the, the world at large. The it's the hustle. Just like, oh, whatever, hard. man. You know? And to me, there's no accounting for audience. You know, it's like, there's a lot of shit art out there. God, I'm in Santa Fe now. I see tons of it. But there's a fucking audience for it. Yeah. And it's just, it makes me thankful for the audience that I have. Because I'm fucking, you know, a, a 47-year-old grown-ass man that makes magic marker drawings all day and sells that for a living. Like, yeah, but that, people, that's people fucking, love that. That's kind of fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny. Not really. I mean. I mean, Considering, you know, but again, I found my audience. People will pay and it's a, big audience a few hundred dollars for my magic marker drawings.
1: <laughs> I remember something that's really funny. I remember something amazing. I don't even
0: color them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but
1: that's what people that,
0: like. But, th- but that's what I mean. Like, for some fucking reason, just the natural way that I express myself with a pen resonates with people. Do you no. remember
1: when you had um Who knows? what was the thing before Instagram it was um uh
0: like MySpace? Uh,
1: no the other one Tumblr. And you oh, had yeah. you had a really big I still
0: have a Tumblr. Right.
1: So you had a really big <laughs> yeah. following on Tumblr and you Which is weird. Right and so, <laughs> such a, uh, a
0: like a platform where there's just not
1: but you a had a huge, you had a huge following. Yeah. And it was like, and I was like, Mike, Instagram, Tumblr. Instagram, you know, yeah, like it's yeah. really cool. And you sign up, you've got like, I don't know, two weeks, you have a hundred thousand followers. It was so fast.
0: But again, to me, that just showed the legwork that I had done before it all.
1: Yeah. Everyone jumped they over really They were already really fast. waiting for it. Yeah. They were waiting for you to get on.
0: I can remember the day. I was working at Rebel 8 in the warehouse, probably 2013, and if I remember right, Josh, he came into my office and was like, let me borrow your phone for 20 minutes, and I was like, all right, you know, and I think he had to come back in and give him a password or something, but he came back, and he was like, all right, you're on Instagram now. You know, and so the the kids want to—they want to see what you're having for lunch. Like they want it, they want that kind of stuff. You know, he was telling me how it worked, and yeah, I think within that first day I had five or six thousand. Yeah, it went really fast. I remember. um, And and that's the thing—it just kind of has continued to. grow and grow and grow and grow yeah yeah you
1: have a really strong support system it's amazing yeah it's a
0: trip yeah it's a trip and i really don't understand why you know i really don't um but uh it's yeah it's fucking cool it's really you know just because it allows it, it it's allowed so much ease in my life to be able to contact uh people that are actually interested in what I'm doing, you know, and the ability to then sell that work to that group of people. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I would have never imagined that it could be as easy as it is now. Yeah. No way. You know, just as much as I never thought, say, marijuana would be decriminalized you know it's so like i, I thought i thought i'd forever be working with galleries and that would be the only way to work with the fine art system yeah but sure enough no it's gotten turned on its head to yep. that whole world yeah you know this is another thing we were discussing earlier is yep. you know is it worth it to give a gallery 50 percent of the sale price of your piece um and which was the yes, normal deal yeah. and it's like it really really depends now like back in the day it was like well that was the only way you were going to show in a gallery you're going to have to give up half your earnings um you know and and in these days like in my case i have an online store so i can put something on instagram yeah and it sells within five ten minutes yeah and i get full value for the piece versus if i had sold it through a gallery they would take half yeah so why would i work with galleries so much now it doesn't make any sense, you, don't have to. you know, and that's the thing. I would have never expected that in particular, that us as individuals can become our own distribution.
1: Well, that's thanks to, to online, isn't it? Like Exactly. Um, that's the thank you to well, that Well, maybe
0: one. even thanks to our generation for creating these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I feel like it's mm-hmm. our age group that is the people that we're. You know, designing a lot of this, uh, you know, the apps and the hardware and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it's, you know, to the point now where it's just kind of taken for granted that everybody has this technology at hand, you know? Uh,
1: Yeah, like it's just there and we're supposed to have it. But I love that we saw it from the beginning. I love that we saw all the little funny little digital, like when the little things come across the screen, like in a really long line to all of a sudden we have the... The iPhone and all the... Like, it's just yeah. crazy over the last 20 years how far it's come. Yeah.
0: And now and the younger
1: generation, they're going to do more crazy things with it. Like, that we sure. couldn't even imagine, you know. They are. Flying, right. ca- flying cars.
0: Just, uh, yeah, it's just all kinds happen. of, like, uh, yeah, just really, really interesting innovations. Yep. You know? Yep. Um. Yeah, that part's fascinating. So, let's go back to how you're... Uh, kind of career development mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, so let's yep. say we're at, like, you're 25, 26. Yep.
1: You're G- getting a- crazy into murals. Crazy into murals. And
0: you're still in Australia.
1: Uh, I'm still, you still in Australia. Are
0: still in Melbourne?
1: I'm still in Melbourne for another, at this point, I'm still in Melbourne for another four years. And then I okay. go to Sydney for, uh, for two years. Then I go to San Francisco. Uh, so it's a little jumping around yeah. you know okay
0: yeah so well let's say what what led to uh the move to sydney um, and maybe explain to people the difference between Melbourne and sydney oh yeah i can it, do that to me it's like the difference between la and san francisco right yeah like, Melbourne is more like san francisco yeah, and
1: sydney's more like la
0: but sydney's like the big city in hustle
1: bustle australia yeah. it's
0: almost like the new york city of it of is, australia too because it's smaller. like uh it's it's where the australians that are really uh, have energy to attack culture and whatnot that they want to be in sydney yeah whereas melbourne's more the more like working artists you know that might show in sydney to make money right but I felt like... I think there's oh, yeah. more...
1: I think there's more... Well, I, I could be wrong. I think... but Because Melbourne sort of, for me, feels bigger as, as a whole city because of... Even though you've got the city part, like the downtown, as oh, Americans yeah. call their city yeah. section. The outskirts of Melbourne just keeps growing and growing how, like... San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. Like, it's just growing. And I've, there's so I've many galleries in Melbourne. I've been able to
0: explore yeah. the outer regions right. of Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: Melbourne and Sydney. So, I like both cities. they I mean, they're different. I do too. Yeah, they're different. They're very
0: different. But very they're Very different.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm more uh, happier in Melbourne, probably because I'm from there, I think. Like, at the end of yeah. the day, I think, because family and comfort zone and all of that. But I I, I lived in Sydney. I love my friends in Sydney. I love the the, the temperature of Sydney. There's a lot of... Pla- uh,
0: Sydney's a little warmer. Go to the
1: ocean. I love Bondi Again, beach. it's
0: more like... Different. It's that it's more different. LA feel than... Because yeah. Melbourne's on the southern end of yeah. the yeah. island. Yeah, of yeah. The it's on the continent, bottom. Right? Yeah, it's so on the bottom. It's a little cooler
1: bottom right yeah but um, they're so different like chalk and cheese you know but yep. um, I you know I, I went there for a couple of years and then it was I was like okay I had been wanting to move to the states for so long you know and then I uh, I'd been traveling there and 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 I in my mind I wanted to do it and I think it was 2011 I was really set 2012 went on a big trip and was like while I was in America um, going between New York, LA and San Francisco, I was like oh my goodness, San Francisco I am just
0: of oh, the three that was the most attractive oh, yeah. and
1: actually funnily enough I thought it was going to be LA to begin with that's sure. that's where I initially thought that
0: I was gonna, I feel my like heart in the would be set. fields that we work in LA is a go to place to right. find opportunity Yeah, more so than San Francisco or New York? Yeah, I would think so.
1: Something about San Francisco just like took me, I, it, and like the architecture as well. Me too. It, me just, too. The beautiful buildings, the yeah. just the warm community. You know, met you. That was amazing. You know, and when just,
0: did we meet? Um, were you were were you traveling with Eddie? Eddie or Zammet, Yeah. Were you traveling with Eddie, or were you just Eddie came through, and that was that
1: i was traveling with eddie you were with yeah them. yeah yeah
0: and eddie was was kind of doing a tour T-World about t-shirt company, culture T-World. right yeah, yeah. Right.
1: and um he hadn't also yet met you
0: right yeah yeah because so i feel like joshy we, we met at the warehouse yeah, or yeah, something yeah. we met joshy and then did you guys come w- by my place to do like a little studio visit yeah or something? and you were
1: wearing your overalls oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah, it yeah, was adorable, it and you
1: open the door, and like I've never met you before, and you're in your overalls, and you're like, <laughs> and I'm like, I've never met him, but he, you know he's amazing. I've been looking up yeah, to you yeah. since I was really, really sure, young. Sure. And artists. then, and then I'm like, okay, how, what's he gonna be like? You know, this yeah. was 2012. This big goofy in <laughs> <dude> overalls. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, what's it, what's it gonna be like? Do I need to be scared of him? Is it no, gonna be no, me? No. no, I didn't think that. No. But then anyway, I get to the door. Hard. I open the door, and there's this big goofball yeah straight up <laughs> standing on the door with these overalls it. and no shirt on
0: oh, and yeah, a hat it's hot in that apartment and
1: a hat and i was yeah. like okay i love you already was my
0: hair pretty long then mm, no it was not long i used to keep my uh it was always wear like a ski cap with yeah my hair kind of pulled back yeah, yeah. It when it was long yeah i can't remember what. but I mean. then
1: we became That's really cool. good friends and that yeah, was amazing totally yeah, yeah. we had yeah. some fun yeah. Fun times. Yeah. yeah. Park. Christmas. All the all the things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's funny because we used to bump was... into each other in random cities.
0: We did. We've done that many times. Many times. You're yeah.
1: like, oh my god, hello.
0: Yeah. No, that there's an artist, uh, Evan Hecox, that I've run into in really random places in the world. Like trip in New York. A uh, Stevan Oriol, too, the photographer. Yeah. I've Run into him in the weirdest places, and we're always just kind of not surprised to see each other even though we're in yeah. like a foreign country it at gets some to fancy that point party or something you're like, and you're oh just my like goodness. hey you're here too okay. wow yep. what's up bud yeah futura yeah, that's is like that for me too i've run into him all over the place oh you know and i'm always like terribly honored that he remembers me oh he's you amazing know? yeah yeah he's the shit it's an energetic oh, connection yeah it is you know it is you vibe with certain people you can feel it that's some hippie shit
1: it's like we had an earthquake today
0: yeah we're, <laughs> we're vibing We're we all in the same vibe <laughs> yeah. We're all uh, shaking at the same magnitude
1: Yeah That's, that's pretty amazing That's <laughs> that pretty is amazing funny Yeah so, so then San Francisco You know So I'm traveling with Eddie Zamet And he intru- introduces me to Joshie And I'm like I want to meet Mike Giant Yeah can, can we make that happen? Yeah Then we meet you And yeah. boom Right Amazing And then I fall in love with the city And um I'm like I'm moving
0: yeah, so how did, how did you pull that off? I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, like, as an artist, how do I move to America? You moved there with a your... lot of
1: struggle. Well, that's <laughs> just Because a... it's, it's expensive with the visas and... How much the... are we talking? Oh, God. Well, you know what? I can't say because it's changed. It's much more now.
0: Uh, well, how much did you end up putting into it?
1: Um, well, I'm about to do my third...
0: Your third visa? Visa,
1: yeah. They go for three huh. years at a time. I think... Okay. I, don't quote me, but I think that now they're getting pretty close to eight grand. I don't know About 100% 8, where they're dollars. at. Yeah. You know, because That's it, the thing. I changed. just wondered. I, I think yeah. people have no idea No, well, that but that, But is. that is not just the money, right? Like, and you, you will do it. You know, I, I've had wonderful... Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very... I'm blessed. But, um... Uh, you've got to put in the work. Yeah. And, and also, that's what I you've got to have the paper stack. You've got to have the back lot You can't that's, come uh, here and have no past. Yeah. Because no, uh, you've got nothing to work with. Right. So you've already got to have been grinding mm-hmm. for quite some time because you've got to have a paper stack and be like, I have been in the industry. You've got to
0: show proof that you're killing it, right? It, it's hard. It's yeah. hard. Or
1: you could be lucky and win the green card lottery. I, I've had friends that just, started their art career and then got the green card. I'm like, but yeah. so
0: lucky. Yeah. So lucky. Well, I think that's good for people to know too, that there is a bit of luck involved and it can be frustrating in yeah. that way. Even yeah. if you've, you know, done the process a hundred percent, you could still not get it. And somebody that didn't oh, really get deserve it. it and Oh totally. Might get it. Yeah. yeah you can that you can do really all the paperwork you can I feel submit. like you did. I feel like yeah. that's just it. Like we've had those conversations where you were like almost in tears like I didn't get it and you, then you go through all the work that you just did and all the evidence that you gave yeah and it was pretty obvious they didn't read a single page Oh of it. so that
1: was for my uh, uh, EB1 sort of green card thing that was heartbreaking. I, green I will submit card. submit that again. Yeah. Um, they uh, they didn't read my case.
0: Right. They didn't read it. No, that's what I thought. Yeah. Because you had so much evidence. It was evidence. huge. Incredible. Oh, that compelling. is like, I,
1: it's traumatizing to even talk about. But that, that's the thing. I yeah. remember
0: that being fucked up. Yeah. Because you, you knew how hard I was you working tried on that. So yeah, it so hard. You yeah. put so much effort into yeah. it. Yeah. And it just felt really unfair. The
1: person that. T- People never, never listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> the person that took my case didn't read it because I don't know what kind of a day he was having. But um, the People. he said we didn't see evidence of this, this, and this, and and I'd put in a hundred links of this thing yeah. that he said he didn't see. So it was like I can't believe you didn't read my case, you know. But I will, yeah. I will resubmit that, and I hopefully I'll get it next time. But it's a lot of work. I'm hoping to work on that again this year because you know it is. I've been here for seven years now and um, as a non-citizen, non-green card holder you always feel like you're a little bit trapped you yeah. know, like you, you don't have wings like any other
0: it's like citizen. limbo, you're kind it's of limbo. legal but you're kind of not
1: right, it's very restricting
0: because that's what I wanted you to get into as well was just like the difficulties of getting work Period. I mean, because, right, some because of the way
1: people s- have to pay you. Well, that's, yeah, that's or, the yeah, thing. it's hard. It's, yeah. it's hard. And I don't have this problem in Australia. I'm, I'm a sit, I'm a Australian citizen. Well, I
0: guess you've always said that you had to go back to Australia once in a while to make money,
1: to make the kind of money that I need, right. you know? And if I was a green card holder, there'd be no, li- you know, because it's certain, I have to charge a certain amount given not being a citizen and all these kind of, st- it's very complicated, but you know, I would go back to Australia and, charge
0: yeah what you, decent what,
1: what i wear yeah and, and, yeah and then bring it back the dollar's really bad right now so that's the whole thing mm. but um you know i just know that if i had a green card i know that my life here would feel more like i could just breathe you a little here. I'd i'd be yeah. here it's yeah. like i'm here but i'm not here and anyone that is right. in the same situation as me it feels that same heavy weight every night going to bed oh I my kn- god i, I know the that from
0: uh living in uh amsterdam illegally for most of 2008 wow i was I was, in, I was in limbo yeah you know what i mean it was all good yeah. i had an immigration lawyer he told me fuck all that because i was able to uh earn money in america right and doing the drawings in amsterdam yeah and he was like well you're not really working in the country um So you're you're an artist. You you don't fit within our mode. So you could probably just exist in Europe illegally forever.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, Yeah. because he was just like, I'm under their radar. Yeah. uh,
0: Unless I end up in jail or in a hospital, that's when it might become an issue. Well, that's when it does become
1: an issue. That's what I was gonna say. (laughs) For
0: my friends that have been living in the states illegally, it's when they have like a car accident or something and end up in the hospital that they come out of the coma or whatever and. There's the feds. Like, you got to go back oh, home. Oh, Mike, it's
1: complicated even when you're just on a visa.
0: Sure. You know? It's, yeah. If
1: you're not a citizen, you just don't get the same rights. Like, I can't get the same kind of health insurance as an American citizen. Right. I, I, I want to... I actually want... Um, a particular type of health insurance, yeah. and I can't get that one until I get a, a green card, which uh, is a little, a little up upsetting, you right. know, because it covers a lot more, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's a whole thing, but you just have to keep, you know, me. I'm a, I'm a hustler. <laughs> yeah. I work really hard, and so you have to just, if you just like give into the frustration of, of not having it yet, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. I know I'll get it one day you know yeah. I'm just really stubborn about the way I'm gonna get it which is I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I want to nah. get it through my art it's yeah. the way I want to get it
0: right so, right right yeah so where did you how did your adventure in the states begin did you move to San Francisco I mean was that when I sublet the my place to you that what was the part, beginning
1: when I sublet your apartment
0: that was your
1: that was the that was, that, the was that was the beginning of Oh, that's
0: fresh. I guess I, I didn't realise that. That
1: well I'd been I did a month. I did yeah. a month um, in San Francisco after The time we had first met. Remember Christmas around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it was raining, really, Uh really crazy on Christmas, and I did, I did that month. So I spent a whole month here, you know. Yeah. And then um went back, and then you said to me, hey, because you, I told you I want to move here. I'm gonna start looking for a place. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And then you said Deb. Yeah.
0: And I was like, hell yes. I needed to move to Los Angeles. Yep downtown um, and i still had an extra year on my lease i think six months I, it was six months six months yeah so i you really helped me out you really helped me down. out yeah, yeah you majorly helped you me had out to hide out from our sketchy landlady oh my
1: goodness yeah yeah she was so sketchy
0: she was the worst i think that's something we should probably talk a little bit about too because yeah. people are wondering like what the fuck happened to san francisco with rent oh, prices God. and shit but like we we both have overheard that landlady we have the proof uh, of it showing the apartment next door to ours to different people. And she yes. would tell them different figures yes. based on what she thought. she I could heard get it out
1: always. She would change the price. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, what is she doing? That's so mean. You know? But I
0: think that's something people should know about San Francisco is that the rental market is pretty ruthless and there are people looking to totally take advantage of you. And, uh, uh, you, you got to just be really uh, aware of that. You yeah, know, it's you like too. The, uh, the real estate market, I think, is so competitive there that the landowners have the upper hand, and it's it's gotten really uh, it's gotten really fucked up. Yeah, you know it what has. Mean? It's like you know, I mean, forever New York City had the highest rents in the whole country. You know what I mean? And now it's San Francisco. Actually, now it's San Jose from what I understand. Really? Yeah, because the oh, because wealthy people from San located. Francisco want houses, and they can't do that. Yeah. Or they're having to buy a fucking crooked Victorian for $5 million and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why am I buying yeah. this shitty old house for this much money just yeah. to stay in this city? I'm going to yeah. get a mansion in San Jose that's brand new. And,
1: and it's a beautiful place it's, to live. Yeah, that's
0: just it. So they, they fucking fully blew up San Jose
1: It's, I mean everywhere on the outer skirts it's like it's just growing isn't it the yeah, rent yeah. prices incre- so no. when I got there well, and I again, saw it's it population growth right. too I
0: mean it's you know yeah, the, the the cream of the crop of the digital millennial people they want to be in San Francisco and there's just only so much room and it's just right. making it more and more and more and, and now those tech companies are uh, expanding to places like Boulder that's yep. where Google and Apple were moving a lot of their stuff to and that ruined Boulder, and that's why I just recently left there. You, you know? know,
1: when you left San Francisco, I was like, oh, because it would have been so nice if you actually lived there. You know, when mm. I was there, but no, I, I, I know why you left. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember you saying to me all the reasons why you were leaving, and I was like, oh no, I'm gonna fight through all of it. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, no, I'm I'm fresh here, and i don't get me wrong, yeah. I love love wow. San Francisco, and I, I fought that yeah. feeling for seven years and then i'm like oh my god it's it's not even that it's so expensive it's, it has changed like even i was there when it was still hanging on to the the thread of what
0: there you, was still a, quite a little arts community
1: right it's still there, you it's, could still connect there. it's still just there different. it's just a lot of people are leaving which is pretty heartbreaking and a lot of the amazing amazing artists are leaving and i'm i'm so thankful there's still some like super uber talented artists ...that are still there, and I'm happy that they are, you know, happy there, yeah. you know. If, oh, no, me too. My yeah. buddy Jeremy Fish is there. I was just about to m- mention Jeremy he's Fish. He's still thriving. Is the, you know, but rule, he, ruling it.
0: He has uh, the support of his neighborhood, quite literally. Right. yeah. There's a, a a day in San Francisco named That's been after given him. to like, him,
1: which is really special and, and amazing. God,
0: it even kind of led to his uh, divorce, because... He couldn't leave San Francisco and his wife wanted to and it was just like he had to make that decision you know what I mean? That's that's love for a city right there.
1: He has love for San Francisco. He's but that amazing. city loves him back. Yeah, loves, him back. Like loves him back. That's the thing. Like when
0: he has difficulties and he voices it, somehow karmically it comes around and he gets oh, what he needs. Let you me know? tell you, that city God bless you. I have
1: felt so much love in that city. I, I I walk around and it's it's so cute and adorable and then people will recognize you once you know you've made your mark there and yeah. you know, the warmth that I I mean i Seriously, the people in San Francisco, like in, in our community, wow. I love, like, love the community in the arts of whatever is still there. Right. Very, it's very strong. Yeah. And it's very, it's very loyal. Do you know what of, I mean? Part
0: of that to me, from, from my perspective, like, I can see how you might get that impression if you work on the street. And you do murals yeah, on yeah, the street yeah, and you're interacting yeah, with the people I'm interacting with on the people. street. And I think that's a big thing about yeah. mural work yeah. or in our case, graffiti. You yeah. know, you're out there and you're yeah. you're on the street. Yeah, you're inter- interacting with
1: everybody. If
0: you're doing a cool mural of any sort in San Francisco, people are going to come up and, of all sorts. Yeah. Crackheads to millionaires are going to be like, hey... That looks great. I'm yeah. really glad you're doing that. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Do you live here? Yeah. Oh, you wow, you're from Australia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the thing. I think if you're out there you, you get that feedback like literally. And I don't think studio it's artists get that, it's nice. you know? And I think that people that work on the street, they do have that real feeling of community. Oh, I, mean, I, I you're love even, it. You're especially gonna run into other artists that yeah. are your age. They're especially the ones that are gonna come up to you when you're doing a mural and or say, young Hi. inspiring
1: artists. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: the people that you look up to. Totally. You meet them and you're like, oh shit, that's you. Dude, oh. I love your shit. Mm. Oh wow. Oh, you yeah. like what I do. That's the best. Oh, that's dope. And yeah. that's that's one of the great things about San Francisco and well, always has been. And
1: that's why we will forever, because I'm sure you feel this way also. Like, I'll never be able to get away from it. Like, it, it yeah. com- like, completely. Like, I'll keep going back. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit closer to it. Like, yeah, logistically, yeah, yeah. Than, you know. No, but,
0: I still go back pretty often.
1: Yeah, because you have such a, you know, strong connection to it, having been there for
0: so long. Like, you know, but that's that's I think part of it too is that that has changed, you know, and the, like the. Uh, you know, when I go back, most of the places that I used to love and frequent are gone. You know, and a lot of the The hemlock's
1: gone. That the was artists really sad.
0: And that community that I connected with, you know, um, is gone. Yeah. You know. Sad. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, not gone from this earth, just gone from that place. Mm-hmm. And we've all stayed in touch and even on my podcast is kind of an example of how we've stayed in touch and c- connected. And, you know, we know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of my guests I knew from San Francisco and now we've, you know, we run into each other in different parts of the world. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, I don't it's, know. it's, it's, it's a, changed
1: and you know, it's
0: changed so much. Yeah. You know why? It's
1: funny when I, when I first, you know, wanted to move there and I think a lot of people think this in their imagination they wish it could be, like, Summer Love 1969, you know, oh, like, sure. I, I wish in there, you know, like, so like in my imagination, like that, I was like, I want it to be like that, yeah. you know? Well, when
0: people fly to L.A. from somewhere and they think it's going to be, like, Baywatch.
1: And right. they're just like, right. whoa, disappointed. that's really dated, <laughs> for
0: one, and, like, that's a really fringe part of the L.A. culture, and, yeah, it's actually a lot different than just that, you it's, know?
1: It's different, Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that whole Summer Love thing must have been cool.
1: Must have been so cool. Maybe and that's maybe why we were attracted too. to the park area for so long. I think it so depends.
0: Because I remember like, the, like, the Hate ashbury district, I believe, was an Irish neighborhood. An old Irish neighborhood. And that Summer Love really fucked them up. Like, the neighborhood people were not into it. Like these hippies by the thousands coming from all over the country, yeah. and sleeping on their sidewalks yeah, and doorsteps that would have been and stuff. Insane. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. not really happy with the hippie takeover of the Haight Ashbury, from yeah. what I understand. And the same with the Castro district. Uh, the gay folks, it became their neighborhood, but they had to kind of take it over from, I, th- I believe it was an Irish neighborhood as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah it's 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 fascinating how that the the city and i guess cities in general like how the 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 feel of a neighborhood can change so quickly
1: yeah it's, yeah
0: it's pretty it's it, and it's also kind of neat to see a neighborhood say like the tenderloin in san francisco that hasn't changed much at all there's still crackheads, and human shit everywhere yeah. and people selling who knows what and it's just gross like L.A., you know, when uh, you were visiting me. When and we I went lived, for a walk uh,
1: down the street.
0: Yeah, we had to step over, like, passed out crackheads that had blasted shit all over the sidewalk. <laughs> I will and, never
1: forget that day. No, I remember. <laughs> I was just
0: telling somebody about that. You were dressed all cute. I think you had, like, heels on. And we had to go just leave my apartment yeah, to go down and Broadway a little bit. And off. it was just so nasty. And it, it smelled nasty. It was so nasty. nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. when you were
1: like. I think that's when you started thinking about wanting to leave there.
0: Well, to be honest, when I moved to LA, I, I told Joshy I'd give him a year, okay. and I, I had no intention. Oh, of you had staying no intention here.
1: of staying. Okay, none. okay, none. Okay, that makes sense. No, yeah, no,
0: no. I, I. That's the thing. I knew when I was when it was time to leave San Francisco that I wanted a real change of pace. Yeah, and that's how I ended up in Boulder. But yeah. I, I just had to, you know, I probably would have moved right to Boulder from San Francisco if I hadn't agreed to do that year here in Los Angeles, which wasn't entirely terrible. No. You know, I mean, no. I, I, I haven't been to uh, Los Angeles in... I think five years. I, I went to like Long Beach a few times mm-hmm. in the last five years, but never went into LA. Just went straight from LAX to Long Beach.
1: Everywhere you go, you make your mark.
0: Kind of. You know? Kind of. you
1: like, I'm populating this area yeah. and now this area. It's like, I'm, I'm just watch around. it happening. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing. But San Francisco, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to note that when you left, something you know because because you were such a, an important artist to that city when you left uh, it's like something i don't know something was gone a bit well, a lot
0: of us had the bail then yeah it wasn't just me i know but like that's you were one that. of the
1: people that made no, a ripple, I get it i get know? it
0: you know and it was cute like when i go back to visit and people thought that i never left yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know? And even today, I am like I get so associated with San Francisco, and people still sometimes call me a San Francisco artist, even though, you know, I, I guess I spent the majority of my artistic life in that city, but that's not going to last much longer, <laughs> you know, as I get older, you know. I mean, it, just as much, like, my New Mexico people, all those 15 years in San Francisco, they, they still thought i was repping new mexico and I, I really was and i always have and yeah always will and it's yeah. kind of funny to be back there now you know i think it's great that you're repping there. it again yeah you know, it's yeah, kind of funny. yeah <laughs> it's a like,
1: beautiful place
0: yeah totally yeah so how uh how was that six months that you were subletting my place? Were you getting freelance jobs and just kind of getting the ball rolling? I was getting
1: the ball rolling. Yeah. It was, I was in a nice place, even yeah. though we talked about, you know, the, like, what...
0: Yeah, my apartment <laughs> was kind of <laughs> shit, but the neighborhood was great. The neighbors were a little sketchy, some of them. But yeah. it was near the park. The it was park near that a, beautiful walkway that city. of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I was getting the ball rolling at that time, and I was okay. really, really focusing on um, getting... Started in yeah. San Francisco, right. and it was it was a very lucky um, place to be in your in your place yeah. um, where it was, yeah. and also Fifth
0: Avenue and Fulton, for Fifth and Fulton, Fifth yeah. and
1: Fulton, and also that um, instead of getting there and having to you know go and stay from here to here to here yeah. to yeah, couch the, <laughs> it, it, you had a place, right? You had your own place, right? So it was yeah. so helpful yeah. to be able to start. Yep. Making, and I do friends that. in the community. I and think
0: you were the first one that I, I hit up. Yeah. About possibly subletting because you had said you were looking for a place. Yeah. And I know it can be tough if you're, you know, from a foreign country. Oh, it, that like, was heaven sent. Wanna, they don't want to rent to anybody sent. that's not, like, you know. I don't know It's just one of those things It'd be really tough For a foreigner To get a place of their own
1: I really loved that apartment It, it just had a it nice It had pros and cons Yeah But it yeah. had a nice energy It was and, cool Yeah Yeah it was fun Yeah And then the artwork The artwork up yeah. on the walls It was beautiful Yeah like, there was the a lot of
0: shit in there that I, had to, uh, I would keep noticing things on. You know yeah, Like yeah.
1: noticing little things That I Oh I missed that You know Yeah like, Yeah that's how my detail. place in Santa
0: Fe is now. It's just covered. I covered the walls with artwork. Yeah. It's so just all kinds of little stuff that you'll notice each yeah. time you come over. That's different. Did you
1: know what I didn't know about it until um we were moving all your stuff out. Mm. How many skateboards you own? Oh yeah. Jesus Christ! I
0: just moved them again. I've got a like lot of skateboards. Two hundred. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. Well, a lot of them are uh, the decks that I did for Think. Yeah. And I feel like. I'm the only one that has that collection yeah
1: they're amazing you know
0: and so I feel (laughs) a little responsibility to like keep it yeah you know eventually yeah it would be nice to pass it on to a skate museum or something um you know because it really is a good four years worth of one company's graphics you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I still have them you know they're in my fucking living room right now and it drives me nuts because i gotta find a place for them you know but i really want to do a show of them in albuquerque at some point um just to share them before i put them away somewhere in storage again yeah you know i've just been trying to kind of figure out where to do that yeah but yeah it's funny you noticed how many skateboards
1: so many skateboards it's amazing yeah Yeah. and
0: and those were probably just the ones that I had accumulated when I was living at that apartment because then there was a whole other huge uh, group of them at my parents place in Albuquerque all these years yeah and I think I may have I forget when I oh yeah because I did a show at Fecal Face might have been the last one before they closed and I put up on one whole wall was all those decks.
1: I remember that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Confessions of an old dirty skateboarder is what that show was called, and it was the pictures of the photographs of my friends <laughs> on skateboards, on. Yep. and then I drew the tattoos yep. on them. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: was a cool show yeah
0: the fucking skateboards jesus christ yeah so where did you end up going from there is that when you got the place by usf
1: yeah off fulton again
0: yeah just up the hill
1: yeah just up the hill i was like okay i like this part of town
0: yeah that place was cool yeah
1: i I went into a pretty cool house and Mm -hmm. um i was i felt more settled but you know actually i was going back and forth to australia like at 1.3 times a year Mm. um because i would get called back for work all the time it, again we
0: talked about that you get more, oh, I more saying, yeah, okay. money for your okay. if you fly me out I yeah. will take
1: the job but yep. it started to feel like a lot of the travel was like
0: that's too much so much international you know? travel is gnarly
1: yeah yeah and then I so then at that point I'd been in SF for about four years and then how are we going for time like, oh we're fine oh, I was yeah. just checking in yeah so then, you know, obviously I, I, get, I get hit in the head. <laughs> and then. Yeah. And well,
0: that's th- let's get into some of that. Yeah. Like, just a brief uh,
1: amount of it. But just on the timeline, it's important, I guess, to I know why I'm in LA because I want a fresh.
0: <laughs> I know, think fresh. that a lot of people um, kind of roll through life and they don't have
1: major trauma. Major difficulties. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, or a major life alter- uh, altering situation. that's the thing situation. that I know
0: about you from being your friend is yeah. that you've, you've had some pretty uh, heavy things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm I like, mean, oh here we right, <laughs> I
1: am! I just get right it. Were, you
0: were you kidnapped at one
1: point? No, no, I was
0: mugged. You were mugged. Well, I remember you got uh, attacked when you were living near US, I, I so you, for, you. I got mugged. I got mugged. After drinking one night, and you just to We went out to for dinner, to and get then a I'm like, I'm like,
1: or I wanted to go get a sketchbook from Target. Yeah. A Sketchbook. I was like, I need a sketchbook. I'm going to Target. And was it
0: like a weeknight? And it was. It pretty was late. like a
1: Wednesday night, and it was like ten o'clock. But I had. I what? think
0: people think San Francisco is really safe. It's not. But it's not.
1: Oh my god! Two dudes in a rolling van, like you know, like both of them at me, and like um. I'm I did not realise, well I've I've been mugged twice, I got mugged in Melbourne once um, that's another crazy story. But um I have a, a, am really feisty when when things Panic mode,
0: you'll When I get into panic
1: mode, I'm like, you will you will not touch my stuff. Like this is my shit. You'll fight. I fought and you know, I know that they say that that's the wrong thing to do, but I still do it anyway. And I fought for my shit and then I, I don't know what kicked in that night. I was like, um, I started screaming out it was my birthday because yeah. it was like this panic mode. Like if I can like humanize this situation, yeah, you know, mode. so, yeah, there, yeah. and there was two dudes and their car was rolling. And so these guys had been running around mugging people all night. Mm. And so I started to it's my birthday, like, because it was this adrenaline thing that kicked in. Like if I'm yeah. human, they won't attack me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I remembered that I, so I had like $95 in my bag because I'd only had a hundred dollar bill, which I was about to use for my electricity bill Uh, to go buy the sketchbook. And then I was like, I have money in my bag and I'm like, I have, I have cash. I have cash. I have cash. And after like, you know, during the fall, it's my birthday and they're looking at me. And then I remember him looking at me and the other dude is like right there and he's like, Ooh, it's your birthday. Is your birthday? It was
0: like Crackers.
1: tripping him the fuck out. Yeah. And then he's like, Gimme the fucking money. And then I'm like I get the money and I throw it, and then um, the the cops pull up, and these two um, this couple rolls up, and their roommate just got mugged by the same people, and then the cops are like, "These guys have been hitting people all night." But then I was like, "Fucking traumatized for weeks after that." Like
0: that's what I'm saying. But then it that's takes just, a while. That's, yeah, I don't, I don't like bringing that shit up because we're friends. Yeah, but I know that there's people out there. That this shit fucking happens It happens but or that's it never happens, happens And they don't happens. think it, it yeah. will and Yeah Yeah like fucked up shit is happening it, a few times and Yeah I, I think it's Yeah, uh, yeah. I th- While know, I'm
1: it, minding my business You know
0: Well and it <laughs> seems like to, to me that's the lowest crime of all Is when men will try to take advantage of single women. Yeah, yeah. To Something about that just really, really pisses me off. Yeah, you know, it, that was lo- really scary. Like,
1: yeah. And like I didn't have any mates. kind of scared of yeah. us
0: as a gender on some level, and then you get attacked by some assholes. Yeah, and, it was bad. Motherfucker. Yeah,
1: motherfuckers. That's, That's
0: some bad shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah but next no, time no. I
1: would let them take my bag,
0: oh, I would just be like, learn.
1: fuck it. Just you know actually, yeah, who knows right yeah. in the
0: moment you don't know how you're gonna yeah
1: but you, i don't walk at night off. by myself i just that's the thing I you learn and
0: that's what i think we got out of it after the fact and you told us what happened i mean because we literally dropped you off i know we that dropped was my you bad. off because I we wanted you to be safely I home i know. Yeah, you know yeah and then that happened and we were like
1: fuck yeah. man! yeah god damn it. i know this fucking Deb. city yeah Son i know i know so that that city with that so that was hard and then you know bringing it forward then i'm like you know 100 pounds of metal fell on my head while i was sitting and having a cocktail well that's another <laughs> no let's get
0: into that too so <laughs> so so what so is so a, a way to make some extra money you were doing nails yeah. for girls at the Beauty Bar. At, at Beauty Bar. Right, which, love. okay, which place I think I love. is a cool gig. Yeah, if, cool. Because uh, girls love getting their nails done, and I have and a it, few and friends that me, offer it's, it. it's an art, for me, so exactly. it's an art job. Exactly. So it's cool the thing. for me to be doing that. I have a few friends, literally, in yeah. San Francisco that do the same thing that yeah. are also full-time artists, yeah, but yeah. they enjoy yeah. hanging out in the bar, they yeah. enjoy... The rapport with the bigger. Right, girls now how I got with... that was
1: because I painted the giant mural on the side of the bar. And they liked and, you. And, you know, and everybody right. that works there and it become a second family for me. And I right. love everyone there. I love everyone there. It's yeah. a it's it's a magical like you got it's you know, I remember that was the first bar you took me to like seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And um I was like, oh God, I love this place, it's so beautiful. Family for me, I was in the middle of, like, I still, you know, it's hard right now, just the, because of everything I've been through, doing t-shirt designs for them, Some, yeah. you know, rebranding the art, everything, um, it's, it's a shit happens, it's a majorly shit happens situation, the whole thing, you know, so,
0: I'm, so you were-
1: I'm sitting at the nail station, you know, doing my art things on people's nails, and I actually was, at the time, I was, uh, um, just sort of, it was very... Uh, not very much going on, yeah. but there was—I don't know—like maybe thirty, twenty-five to thirty people in the bar. Yeah. Not super busy, but
0: yeah.
1: and a lot of my friends were working. And you know, they have this. So this is like one of the craziest things you're all about to hear. Um, which I really do need to write a story about one time but sure. I want to change everything into like the thing that fell on me I want to turn it into like a giant octopus or something something, <laughs> something crazy <laughs> but you know they have those vintage 1950s 1960s dryers all over the place yeah, the hair dryers that because you go and take a selfie with it's and, called
0: beauty bar because yeah. it used to be a beauty salon exactly. that got converted right. into a bar right. and they capped all the old right. beauty supplies and stuff I've, I
1: had the time of my life every time I would step through that so I love that place, yeah. you know well, It's, it's just hard for me to go there now Because it's just too traumatizing But um, uh, one of them was stored Above a photo booth and this was a big uh, The ambulance people waited in At about 100 pounds Which actually I did
0: so Found out later uh, that it
1: was more closer to 120 The the, the sure. size that fell on me
0: 120 pound metal Hair dryer from the
1: 1950s Was knocked accidentally because It fell
0: off of the the photo thing it and was knocked on accidentally
1: because something was caught on it by yeah. someone pulls it yeah. at their thing and then it fell on my head and life ha- is just never the same
0: <laughs> right i mean a major room. concussion i had a traumatic
1: brain injury yeah. I've, I've what had, year was this this was this was uh 2016 september
0: 29
1: okay. i go to um uh emergency room and 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 th- i think one of the worst parts about that night was this half hour period that i was left alone waiting for all the doctors once yeah. i had the doctors i had doctors everywhere yeah but that period of waiting i was like any second I, i'm gonna die like any yeah, yeah. any minute i'm gonna die and anyway bringing it forward i so the the next three days were very complicated that they didn't actually realize how uh i had a lot of swelling my face blew up a few days later like all the swelling was coming out of my face and that was the this the sec it was the th- third three days later i went back to emergency room again and that's when the doctors was were like oh this is going to be a long recovery for you like you're going to have complications so and and then i did and then i'm you know a few months later i'm back in hospital again because it's neural it's neurological at that point so my recovery was like it's i mean it's a whole nother conversation i've basically i've come very far you know you've only seen me we used to see each other all so the time
0: here and there you've only yeah. seen me
1: once in between all of it which yeah. is a long gap for us yeah. you know yeah. and one of the hardest things besides having to regain um, so much of what I lost and um, So deal- what
0: happened? So I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of I mean, you're talking to somebody that's heard the story oh, but for yeah. the listeners, I, like, um, how did it I mean, well, you I, weren't able head, to function, You were you were able to walk? I was a nightmare
1: for a few weeks I couldn't I couldn't walk further than the corner well, for a few days I couldn't leave my house I couldn't get past the corner store for about a couple of months, which you know how close where I yeah. was to the Luckies. Yeah. The that block. that was a whole adventure, adventure for me. Wow. A whole adventure. And I remember like one of the most frustrating things that is not frustrating because of anyone thinking that I may have been disabled, handicapped, or whatever, just one of the most irritating memories was I was walking to the Luckies. And how slowly I would be walking I always had my arms curled up in that yeah. time That I was not walking well Because I was like really uh, Protective of, in my bubble yeah. And then this whole car full of College boys Stick their head out the window and they're like oh like yeah, Making yeah. all these noises like I am You know uh, You know Disabled or mentally handicapped Which I wasn't sad for me I was sad that they would do that to anyone And I had yeah. an insight to you know, because I did look that yeah. way in my protect I looked like a fucking weirdo yeah, while yeah. I was in my protective mode. My head wounds took a really long time to close over. I mean it's all very awful, but but I you know, I had to learn a lot of the- I didn't do my art for for many months after that. Yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. frustrating for me.
0: I can only imagine how frustrating that would be. And
1: I just thought the world was ending. Like I, I would just like Break down on the floor and just Lose it you know and yeah. that's Classic for major head trauma And you know I was I was like a lost Like I remember The one feeling I had constantly For about six months was like Parents had left Me in a shopping mall And hadn't come back oh. And it was this constant feeling like I'd been abandoned Cause I'm my, my brain is regenerating At a level of like craziness you know and something I was blessed my uncle lives in Los Angeles he after a month came and took me for a month which was beautiful you know because then for at least at least a month I was with family went back to the share house and and started I had to have check uh, regular visits with doctors And you know, lots of therapy, lots of treatment. It's just, it was awful. Couldn't fly. Didn't fly for fourteen months. I
0: remember that too. How tough that was. Yeah. You couldn't fly. Couldn't fly. I remember when you, when you, the first time you did fly, you sent me a text, and you were so goddamn excited that you were fine. I, I, you that that I made it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had to were take really, the valium. <laughs> really
1: I was really scared. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: so crazy. Yeah. It's not
1: like the whole thing is like I'm trying to compress the whole thing, just you know, you know.
0: No, I think I one know. day I'll I write know. about
1: it because it's actually like I had some crazy. You had, had to some, kind some of crazy of start over. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. In a weird yeah. way as yeah. an adult. And relearn. learn You feel like, like a
1: baby again. And, like, I would be paranoid walking around, like, what people... Like, I remember so saying heavy. to my therapist, because I had to get a lot of therapy, you have to, you know? No, no, like,
0: no. I, I would think I'm
1: so. so scared when people see me. Like, for the first year, you know, one of my biggest problems was when they see me, can they tell what I'm going through? Like, can mm. they tell that I'm going through this turmoil of the recovery of the inner things healing? Because it's... Once your wounds close up, once you look better on the outside, it's all on the inside, you know? So they yeah. call it the... They call major head trauma. They call it the invisible injury, you know? Mm. And so but I have support groups, all this stuff. But, like, bringing it forward now, like, two years and eight months later, yeah. it is such a trip to how far I've... Come. I am flying... Again, yeah. I've gone to That's Australia. As far as
0: I can tell, you're pretty back to normal. Yeah.
1: So my my yeah. remnants now is like I was telling you earlier. I've I've chronic migraine now. Yeah. I can bust into crazy migraines. Yeah. It could put me in hospital. Well,
0: yeah. But we could it has probably, put me in hospital figure again. Figured out how to manage that somehow. Yeah.
1: So so I have. It seems
0: like you figured out how to manage a lot yes. of the other difficulties. Yeah. So it's I live with the, the a, a
1: neurological condition. I just live with it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I've interviewed other people for the podcast old friends that have yeah. serious neurological difficulties. You, you, but you don't
1: stop living you've got to, I, no. I, you've got to keep doing you Well so many of your them are artists our friends. Exactly. Because
0: that's a way that you can figure out how to make a living you know and deal with what you're dealing with you know because a 9 to 5 might be really really extra fucking difficult to deal with. Actually, uh, I'm going to say somebody's uh, name
1: of someone that hmm. said something really In so you know Apex the yeah, painter yeah, yeah. he was the first person he I, I I think he knows how important this was that he said this to me. A friend of mine, one of the most amazing painters. He said to me um you know uh you're not going to really start to heal till you This was just before I really started trying to paint properly again after it'd been many months of just n- being really frustrated by it it's like until you do your first mural again he's yeah. like you're not going to start healing till that day yeah and i just remember he said that and i was like oh my god i have to go do a mural like yeah. i have to yeah, yeah. and um and he was right you know because it's therapy as healing and i use water-based paint now I use water-based paint now. Oh,
0: because of your, because uh, you're concerned about your neurological condition and, and spray paint and the, com- and the te- yeah, chemicals yeah, have been known to yeah. cause neurological problems. yep, yeah, yeah.
1: and yep, yeah. and problems they can. with glands. Yeah. I have a
0: lot of friends that have problems. Uh, you with, don't want the dizziness. Uh, the spray paint has made us. Uh, it's like we, when we got to pee, we got to pee right then. We don't get much warning yeah a lot of us guys that use tons and tons of spray paint that's crazy and I've had friends get their lungs pumped and there's just like straight up spray paint like it's a serious like, thing it comes out in like clumps yeah and it's yeah. gnarly yeah, yeah. no yeah. it's serious and I, I I did wear a respirator a lot when I was painting a lot as, yeah. you know as especially during the day. I mean, at night, I wouldn't wear a respirator just because I didn't want it to look obvious just in case a cop drove by or something. Yeah. Have you um, tried the
1: water based paint?
0: Yeah. I don't like it so much. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, but I was also a guy that would use latex house paint to do graffiti. You've been you know, saying that to me for so I long. I don't care do about the, ma- the, latex. M- the, the material so yeah. much. Yeah. You know, some guys are like traditionalists in the way that they'll only use spray paint for their graffiti work, whereas I've never had that limitation. I'll use whatever the fuck is around. Whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And I think there's a big tradition of that in San Francisco, of just using whatever you got. You know, Bigfoot yeah. used to do almost all of his work with shoe polish.
1: Yeah, all of it, that's amazing. Those,
0: those little round, like, felt tip, you know, yeah. polish yeah. bottles. Yeah, and then you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. squirt on We call on the them wall. mops yeah. sometimes, as yeah. graffiti writers.
1: But you've done some amazing murals with latex paint and Oh, sure, markers I mean, it's just and, paint. Yeah.
0: And, you know, uh, and a lot of the latex paint was so cheap, you could get a gallon of a mist tint for, like, five bucks, and that would cover maybe four... Forty feet long and eight feet tall. So well, that's true, right? So big as a graffiti writer yeah. with one gallon and yeah. maybe three or four cans, yeah. I could do something huge, yeah, and really fast, yeah, it's super clean. And if you use house paint, it looks really flat and consistent, which yeah. is really nice in the photo. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But the spray look, the water base is like a, I think it's a bit of a like amazing thing. Oh, that I think so too.
0: It needed to happen. It's yeah. happened in every other industry, yeah, that uses paint. You know, because yeah. of the the chemicals involved in the pollution. Issues. And there's been
1: a couple of times I've used the regular spray paint, and I I'm like, mm,
0: don't, don't feel good. No. no, so no, you no. know.
1: But when you get once you get past the like frustration of it being maybe a bit it's, more watery. It's, yeah, it's difficult. To it's, use, it's depending nice. on the color. Yeah. And the brand. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: You know, but again, like I as uh, I can give a fuck about spray paint these days. Yeah. You know, whatever. Are you I still enjoying
1: cool. doing murals?
0: Oh, God. I haven't done a mural, I guess, in a while. I, it's not something I'm after. Yeah. If, you know, a friend has a nice wall and it's a particular thing, when I feel like doing it, I'll do it. But I'm not trying to get mural work in the least. Right. You know, I, I don't enjoy physical labor like that. Yeah. You know, I, I often get paid a lot less for that kind of physical labor to the kind of amount of time and the amount of money I'd make working on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you're going to bust your ass all fucking day for a mural and you'll get a certain amount of money and I could bust this, my ass in the studio for the same amount of physical time and make more money. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I do have a lot of love, I guess, again, for working on the street and interacting with people. You know, that's that part. Well, that, the, the community, community part. thing. But at yeah. the same time, then there's the flip side of that where you just want to do a fucking mural and you don't want to talk to people and they drive you fucking nuts and the crackheads won't leave you alone. And, you know. There's, oh, I've there's got pros stories. And cons. We've got stories. Oh, I know. That's the thing. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, you did so stories. many murals in San Francisco oh, in particular. Oh, God. Sixth and, Six and
1: Mission. Sixth and Mission.
0: Sixth and Mission. Oh, I was just talking about that. was about, interesting, uh, painting on that corner. Sixth Street. Oh, yeah. I posted a flashback from one of the walls at Sixth and Howard and told about a homeless fella that I met named Slim. Yeah. That was a, a local guy, and I hit him up on the wall. And yeah. The locals were really stoked. Yeah. But, yeah. Sixth and Mission, anywhere along Sixth Street, say from Market down yeah. to like uh, Folsom or Harrison or whatever, is pretty bad. It's Probably bad. the worst blocks in, yeah. in the city still. Yeah. I've seen stabbings, shootings, uh, all kinds of r- horrendous shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. it's gnarly. Yeah, Sixth yeah. Street's real. i and you've done murals, right? Uh, right on that corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Howard.
1: I'm yeah. interested to see what L. LA- well, I've painted here before a few times, but I'm interested. Like from now that I've moved here, I'm interested to see the how the you know when you're painting on the street
0: how, how it goes down. Yeah. Well, the thing with San Francisco, I think the big difference is that it's a pedestrian city because it's so tight and kind of east coast and it's pretty tall and tight. Yeah, everybody walks everywhere. That was the big reason for the psychedelic poster thing in San Francisco in particular because everybody was walking. So you needed to advertise street level at eye level because that's how people would get information yes you know? and there's
1: always a lot of people around everywhere
0: everywhere everywhere every neighborhood yeah. has like yeah. a main street that's like and every neighborhood i feel like in san francisco is like its own village true you know, and you really sometimes people don't leave their village so you have to go to their village to advertise your event and then they might leave it and come yeah to it, like go to the film or go downtown yeah. or whatever yeah um But yeah, there's something different about San Francisco in that way. I think Santa Fe's kind of that way because it's so small and people... It's small enough that a lot of people walk around, including the tourists. So you could put artwork out there and whatnot and it'll get appreciated. How big is
1: the main... Do you think the main, you know, inner city of Santa Fe? Would you I don't know. Uh, uh,
0: Man, I'd have to think it's less than 100,000 people.
1: Okay. Oh, small.
0: Yeah, the thing, Santa Fe is really, really a small place. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's still, like, there's still a lot of dirt roads, literally. You You're going to
1: be ruling that city. No, I'm just going <laughs> low. There. I'm
0: just laying low there. I don't want anything to do that's with... That's only like a quarter repping, of your
1: Instagram numbers.
0: fucking Santa Fe, man. No, Aww. I'm not trying to rep Santa Fe. Aw. Again, because it's not my scene, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm a New Mexico dude. But yeah. It's just recently that cholo and lowrider culture has been embraced by new mexico yeah like it's just now that there's a lowrider exhibit in the airport in albuquerque oh, cool. there's never been one that i know of before wow But it's something now finally they i think they're understanding the rest of the world knows about this stuff and yeah. they love it yeah and it, it you know like some of that like gang culture has always had a bad connotation yeah you know, and it's something that that places like albuquerque would play down yeah but i think a lot of people know now that there's a there's culture there and there's interesting things that yeah. might be a little subversive or underground or illegal but it's still part of the culture and it's interesting and it's colorful and it's oh i went there with that one time know. and yeah. it's beautiful like it. yeah i yeah. like
1: it i liked albuquerque i like santa fe i liked yeah that's no, I all too. i saw yeah. yeah it's all good yeah
0: so what's uh we've just got a few more minutes yep. like uh what uh what's going on now and what's I'm in la the future
1: i'm in la and i really want to just you know i this is um a really exciting i feel like it's a really exciting time for me to be here yeah. i want agreed i want to be in a new place my heart will always be in sf and i will keep Going. Sure. I will keep going there. Me too. Me yeah, too. I yeah. I, 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 look, I've already been there three times in the last month. <laughs> I'll, keep, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep going there. And I'm kind of strange. I like... How, all this time I didn't fly, I catch the bus a lot. Oh, yeah.
0: Because I got so bus.
1: used to it. Yeah, I'm yeah, down yeah. to ride the Not every time, but I'm down to yeah. ride the bus. That's cool. um, um, But I uh, really want to... Um, connect with la like i really you know why i think this is a really really exciting time to be here if this makes any sense at all because it makes sense to me um so there's like this old la that everyone's trying to hold on to you know and that's special to me because you know my love for vintage like
0: hollywood yeah like old
1: hollywood like i am you know yeah i'm in love with that yeah but we're in new LA. Yeah. This is new LA, and I also feel like there's an, that we're about to enter like a even more more new new LA. Like sure. just, but so I kind of want to embrace the old and the new, and for it to be like a different kind of new. I don't know exactly how happening. to explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I, I I feel You're like I'm here. To see it I'm here where I feel like things are changing again. Yeah. And um I, I think it's a good time to be here and I'm excited yeah. to see where my career path goes being here. I'm yeah. excited to see the you know, I have a community that I've built just from visiting yeah. and I'm really excited to see I hope it's just as warm as San Francisco because again that's been super warm and on the Bay Area. Yeah. Um and, and Australia I'm from. But I'll I, find them. Yeah, I, I hope that living here brings like, you know, a, a really nice new Fresh. I'm just I'm 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 excited to be here. I can't yeah. wait to see what happens. I'm glad.
0: I'm glad it's working out.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But cool. Thank you for having me on this thank podcast Thank you so
0: much. I'm glad we were able to do this. Yeah. I hope this recording came out okay. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you very much.